Chapter 7 of the Story of the Romans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Story of the Romans by H. A. Gerber. The Maidens Carried Off. As all the robbers, murderers, and runaway slaves of the kingdoms nearby had come to settle in Rome, there were soon plenty of men there. Only a few of them, however, had wives, so women were very scarce indeed. The Romans, anxious to secure wives, tried to coax the girls of the neighboring states to marry them. But, as they had a reputation of being fierce and lawless, their wooing was all in vain. Romulus knew that the men would soon leave him if they could not have wives, so he resolved to help them get by a trick what they could not secure by fair means. Sending out trumpeters into all the neighboring towns and villages, he invited the people to come to Rome and see the games which the Romans were going to celebrate in honor of one of their gods. As these games were wrestling and boxing matches, horse and foot races, and many other tests of strength and skill, all the people were anxious to see them, so they came to Rome in crowds, unarmed, and in holiday attire. Whole families came to see the fun, and among the spectators were many of the young women whom the Romans wanted for wives. Romulus waited until the games were well under way. Then he suddenly gave a signal, and all the young Romans caught up the girls in their arms and carried them off to the houses, in spite of their cries and struggles. The fathers, brothers, and lovers of the captive maidens would gladly have defended them, but they had come to the games unarmed and could not strike a blow. As the Romans refused to give up the girls, they rushed home for their weapons, but when they came back the gates of Rome were closed. While these men were raging outside the city, the captive maidens had been forced to marry their captors, who now vowed that no one should rob them of their newly won wives, and prepared to resist every attack. Most of the women that had been thus won came from some Sabine villages, and the Romans had easy work to conquer all their enemies, until they were called upon to fight the Sabines. The war with them lasted a long time, for neither side was much stronger than the other. At last, in the third year, the Sabines secured an entrance to the citadel by bribing Tarpeia, the daughter of the gatekeeper. This girl was so vain and so fond of ornaments that she would have done anything to get some. She therefore promised to open the gates and let the Sabine warriors enter during the night, if each of them would give her what he wore on his left arm, meaning a broad armlet of gold. The Sabines promised to give her all she asked, and Tarpeia opened the gates. As the warriors filed past her, she claimed her reward and each man, scorning her for her meanness, flung the heavy bronze buckler, which he also wore on his left arm, straight at her. Tarpeia sank to the ground at the first blow, and was crushed to death under the weight of the heavy shields. She fell at the foot of a steep rock or cliff, which has ever since been known as the Tarpeian Rock. From the top of this cliff the Romans used to hurl their criminals, so that they might be killed by the fall. In this way many other persons came to die on the spot where the faithless girl had once stood when she offered to sell the city to the enemy for the sake of a few trinkets. End of chapter 7 The Maidens Carried Off